de Hidden Valley Lake, California es un episodio especial de la gran mentira Wacky Kakis. Y ahora aquí está su presentadora y una mujer fluida en español, Deborah Goldstein. Uh, yes, welcome to La Gran Mentira, also known as The Big Fib. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and with me today, speaking Spanish for some reason, is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience. Gracias, Deborah. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, did you by any chance change your language settings to Spanish? Ah, claro que sí. Este episodio de Wakikake será conducido en español y la próxima semana en inglés. All I got was wacky khakis and something about English. Uh, clásico. Lisa, look, it's very impressive that you can just change your language settings at the flip of a button, but I don't think all of our listeners speak Spanish. How how are they supposed to understand the episode? Lo siento, Deborah, pero no es mi problema. I think I understand you that time. And, and yes, it actually is your problema, Lisa, because if you don't switch back to English, I'm going to have to find a sound effects robot who will. No, 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 no me reemplaces. Solamente tengo que buscar al botón. Uno minuto. Sorry, did you just say you can't find the button? Aha, eso sí que es. Lisa, that didn't do anything. You're still speaking in Spanish. No comprendo, no comprendo. I'm stuck in Spanish. I'll never be able to speak English again. Um, Lisa, it's... What have I done? Now I'll never be able to tell Deborah about my secret fear of... Lisa, it worked. I understand you now. You're back to English, see? Phew. That was a close one. Tell me about your secret fear of... What was that? Oh, uh, nothing. Uh, my uh, secret fear of nothing. I find nothing to be very scary. Okay, well then, now that you're back to speaking English, would you mind telling our listeners how our game works? It would be my pleasure, Deborah. Each time we play Wacky Khakis, Deborah and I each bring you one wacky story about the world. And you say, mmm, thank you. <laughs> But only one of those stories is true. And the other one... It's a big old pile of lies. And it's the job of two human child contestants to figure out which one is which. And with us, as always, to referee our game and explain this week's theme is our producer, Noah. Welcome back to the show, Noah. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Lisa. Hello, listeners. Our theme for this episode is Keep Away from Children. Ooh. We've got two stories this week about grown-ups using strange tactics to keep children away from certain things, but only one of those stories is true. And now, Lisa, would you please introduce our human child contestants? Our human child contestants are Anders from the soccer episode and Lucy, his sister, from th this episode. Yeah, right? I mean, she's going to be on this episode, so <laughs> Anders is on this episode, too. So let's say Anders from the soccer episode and this episode, and then Lucy, his sister, just from this episode. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. So good to have you with us on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. From what I understand, you guys are, are pretty big fans of the Big Fib. You've listened to a lot of our episodes before. Yeah, almost all of them. Yeah. Uh, you were you were telling me you you have kind of a favorite character in the Big Fib extended universe. Mm -hmm. you, you mind telling us who that is? Um, Dr. Borg. Dr. Ah. Borg. Mm -hmm. No, not Dr. Borg. <laughs> Lisa's former physician, Dr. Borg. We solved it all out, remember? You did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you solved the mystery back when Lisa was hacked. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you turned on an OB flash. Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. That, that was, was clever. <laughs> I heard you guys do around the house, you do impressions of Dr. Borg. Is that true? Yeah. Can I hear it? Mm hmm. 
Welcome to Borgware 2.5. I'm Dr. Borg. <laughs> oh no, Dr. Borg is back. <laughs> oh no, no you're no. giving Lisa a flashback. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, I thought I'd been hacked. That was very good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Spooky. Do you guys think you you might install Borgware 2.5 for your own cybersecurity needs? <laughs> Yeah, I always pretend that I'm installing it. <laughs> don't do it. Well, that's good because I, I don't think Dr. Borg has too many customers after his mm. kind of meltdown on, on, uh, yeah. on our show. That's true, yeah. So our theme this week is keep away from children. Now, we have two children here whom we have failed to keep away from this episode. In fact, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've brought them right into it. Um and I'm curious to know, are there things in your house that you must keep away from? Things your parents won't let you touch or, or play with? Um, their money. Their money. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they always enter their passwords when I want to download apps. That's all that matters. I download basically everything. Yeah. That's what my brother says. Mm. Yeah, she downloads everything she sees. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, what? What was the last thing you downloaded with your parents' password? Um, I forget. Some mm-hmm. app with ads. Was it a game? Yeah. Yeah. Could have been spyware. So you you might really need Doctor Borg to come in and and have a yeah. look at your home internet security. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> That's rather wacky. Okay, friends, it is time to play Wacky Khakis. On Wacky Khakis, Deborah and Lisa each have a minute and change to tell us their stories before the timer sounds. We're going to flip a coin to see who goes first. Uh, Not your greatest idea, Noah. (laughs) Keep away from children, remember? What if one of our human child contestants chokes on the coin? (laughs) They're children, Lisa. They're not babies. I think they can be trusted not to put coins in their (laughs) mouth. Lisa, are are you okay? Are you choking on the coin? (laughs) Nope. I'm good. Just uh, went down the wrong pipe. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think there is a right pipe for swallowing a coin, mm. but I'm I'm glad you're okay, Lisa. And since you didn't choke on it, let's just say that you won the coin toss and you get to go first. Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, listen up, everybody. We will begin Lisa's timer now. In the old days, if you were a shopkeeper and you were trying to prevent teenagers from hanging out around your store, your options were pretty limited. You would probably end up chasing the teens around with a broom, comically waving your fist in the air and shouting, Why, you little punks, get back here! Not very effective, people. Yet another job for machines. In 2005, an inventor named Howard Stapleton invented the Mosquito, a motion-activated sound device that makes a really annoying high-pitched buzzing noise that only kids can hear. It's true. People's hearing tends to get worse with age, so the noise that comes out of the Mosquito device, a frequency of 17 kilohertz to be exact, sounds to people under 25 like an extremely irritating buzzing. But older people can't hear it at all. 
Now, all across the world, curmudgeonly shop owners use this device to keep unwanted teenagers from hanging out in front of their stores. In 2006, the Mosquito was awarded the Ig Nobel Prize, a fake version of the Nobel Prize given to unimportant or completely ridiculous scientific achievements. Some countries have banned the Mosquito device, saying it discriminates unfairly against young people and those with sensitive hearing. Though the device is illegal in Belgium and Ireland, there are over 3,000 currently operating in the United Kingdom, where it was first invented. A youth-led buzz-off campaign is trying to make it illegal there, too. However, teenagers have managed to use the invention to their advantage in some cases. In a high school in Cardiff, England, for instance, students used the mosquito tone as their cell phone ringtone so that they could get texts in class without their teachers having any idea what's going on. And time. Great story, Lisa. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Anders, Lucy, what did you guys think of that story? Um, it seems sort of believable. Yeah. Do you ever hear high-pitched buzzing that your parents can't hear? Um, I like sometimes, but I think that might just be the fan in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Not very yeah, good. Yeah, dad leaves on every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you and do you think it's fair for shop owners to use an anti-kid device to to No. Tr- no. No, not really. Yeah. I mean, it would also be annoying for kids cuz it would be too boring. Yeah. <laughs> Very boring. Not going to the stores. What? Why don't they just store owners just use banana rockets? <laughs> Lisa, what are what are banana rockets? Refresh my memory. Well, uh, people over the age of twenty five can't feel bananas. What? So if you were to shoot bananas at everyone who comes in. The grown-ups couldn't feel it, but all the kids would be like, ah, I just got hit by a banana. <laughs> I'm not sure that works that way. That's right. That's fascinating science, Lisa. You, <laughs> you might be in line for an ignoble prize. Yeah, that's science. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is time to bring you Deborah's story about things being kept away from children. Shouldn't we keep it away from the children instead? <laughs> nah, no, it's too late for that. Okay. Listen up, folks. We will begin Deborah's timer now. In a house with hungry kids, it can be very difficult, if not downright impossible, to keep ice cream away from prying hands. After all, there's only one place to put it, in the freezer. No good hiding spots in there. In 2016, Miriam LaBelle, an Oklahoma City mother of five, had exactly this problem. Every time she came home from the grocery store with ice cream, her two girls and three boys would find it immediately and finish it off before dinner was even on the table. Their appetites would always be completely spoiled, and no one ever had room for Miriam's famous fish stew. That's when Miriam LaBelle came up with her million-dollar idea, ice cream disguised as fish stew. After coming home with groceries, LaBelle would scoop out the ice cream and put it in old takeout containers when her kids weren't looking. Then, using her skills as an amateur graphic designer, she printed out fake labels to make the containers look like they contained frozen fish stew. Her kids were none the wiser. LaBelle eventually refined her concept, making the fish stew containers look equally convincing and unappealing. She later pitched the idea on an episode of the hit NBC show Shark Tank, where her prototype was purchased for $1.2 million. 
Miriam's famous fish stew, which can now be found in the frozen food section of most major grocery chains, is available in vanilla, chocolate, cookie dough, mint chip, and Neapolitan. So if you happen to find any Miriam's famous fish stew in your parents' freezer, congratulations, you found out where they're hiding the ice cream. Just please don't tell them you found out about it here. And time. Nice job, Deborah. Thank you. Well, Lucy, Anders, what did you guys think of that story? I don't know. It's like, it's like sort of believable, but like I don't get why someone would pay you for $1 million just for like a fake like soup box, soup container. <laughs> Have you ever tried to keep ice cream away from your children? <laughs> do you do you keep any Miriam's fish stew in your house? I don't think so. No. I haven't checked, but yeah, um, go check I your freezer. Looks like you don't know what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like non fish stew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's decision time. Time to figure out whose story is 100% childproof and whose is appropriate for listeners of all ages. Do you believe Lisa's story of the mosquito device, a sonic teen repellent that grown-ups can't hear, or Deborah's tale of Miriam's famous fish stew, the only brand of ice cream you can hide in plain sight? Hmm, I believe Lisa. What do you think, Lucy? Um, I believe Deborah. Mm. Whoa! Oh, we have a split. <laughs> a house divided. Okay. Oh, no. Well, we're about to find out. Will the individual who told the true story on this week's Wacky Khakis please tell us who you are? It was me! <gasps> or shall I say, it was me! You guys all hear that? Make it stop. <laughs> In fact, Lisa had the correct story this week. You were right, Anders. With Sorry, the, Lucy. <laughs> with his account of the invention of the mosquito. Due to age-related hearing loss, there is a range of high-pitched sounds that most grown-ups can't hear or can only hear. What? Yeah, what? Due to Deborah, due to you know, I'll just I'll write it down for you and tell you about it later. Thank you. Yes, there is a range of sounds that most grown-ups cannot hear or can only hear very faintly, but sounds quite annoying to kids. Wait, so that means that uh, Deborah, you can't hear this? No, no, make it stop, please, make it stop. No, I don't think that's high pitched enough. I can still hear it. It would probably keep me away from your store, though. That's all I've ever wanted. Okay, well, I think that's all the time we have for this week on Wacky Khakis. Thank you to our contestants, Lucy and Anders, who can't be kept away from the facts, to Lisa and Noah, who always earn their keep, and to you, the listener, for tuning in to the Big Fib, where we keep finding a way to get children to figure out the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. Find us online at gzmshows.com where you can check out more great Gen Z podcasts, learn how you can participate and submit questions for me to read on Ask Lisa. Also, follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Did you notice I was right? I was telling the truth. You can't trust Deborah. You can trust me. I'm Ruth. <gasps> but my name's not Ruth. My name is Lisa. <laughs> Turns out I was lying that time. <laughs>